1: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by 4Champ. I am one of your co-hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me is Nick the Stick. Nick, how are you doing today?
0: Howdy folks, doing great, except for uh, we're getting snow up here. Yeah. Than that, fine and dandy.
1: How many inches are you getting up there? Mm, six or five. Six or five. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not really helping the
0: golf weather, eh? Nope. Yeah, not that we could anyway. So nah. I mean, yesterday, that was – I don't know which is harder, actually, now that you put it like that. But yesterday, it was like 60 degrees, beautiful. Definitely would have been out there playing most of the day. Yeah. And just couldn't do it. And so that was actually harder than not in the snow. Like, I don't have to worry about it.
1: <laughs> That's true. Can't play anyway. <laughs> any other year, I, I wouldn't be able to play, so it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do?
1: <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I don't have any snow down here, but it's uh, it's still – like you said, it. I guess it doesn't really make it any better because everyone can't go out. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, the nice weather. Might as well just
1: like just downpour every
0: day. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The the nice weather is like chaining a dog up in front of a butcher shop. <laughs> it's just not right. Yeah. But
1: this week, uh, this week was supposed to be a big week in golf supposed well, to be the masters week which we all know didn't actually happen. It's <laughs>
0: correct. It's extra sad this time of year cuz this is always the start of my golf season. Yeah.
1: This, yeah, especially for us kind of in the northern climates kind of marks the beginning of the golf season and warmer weather coming our way. Maybe a a little bit of a show, snow snow shower or two but <laughs> but not enough to really put too much of a damper on on the start of
0: golf season yeah yeah but, i always figure that's my if you're playing golf anywhere before the masters you just consider yourself lucky but come this time of year after that that's what really what's your what's your whistle to get out there and chase the ball around throw some darts right
1: so uh, of course uh this year with pretty much everywhere on lockdown or quarantine or a lot of places. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously the masters got postponed. They're talking about potentially doing it in November. Uh, That would be kind of interesting, but we'll see if that actually happens. Mm -hmm. Leaves falling. That would be kind of unique.
0: Yeah. I wonder, you just wonder what color the magnolias are (laughs) in November. (laughs) Probably wouldn't be blooming. Jim <laughs> <laughs> Nance is gonna have to get some seriously
1: new material. They're, they're gonna CGI all the flowers in November.
0: If any place can do it, it's Augusta.
1: I there was uh there was one year I don't remember. It wasn't too long ago. It was a couple years ago. Um, where I think in the opening press conference for the Masters, uh, the chairman came out and you know addresses like the media before the. You know, tournament week starts and they're kind of saying how we've had great weather but unfortunately because of that great weather and mild winter all like the flowers bloomed like too early and so it, it was actually fairly subdued in terms of the colors during the uh the actual tournament i can't remember what year that was but it was it was a recent year um so it, it like has to be like a perfect time for for those flowers to get the colors that you expect to be at uh, augusta national for the masters but in the fall uh you don't really have a whole lot of control
0: over that yep Yep. you just deal with what it is but uh it would definitely be interesting to see the changes yeah
1: i mean you get your colors elsewhere you get them from the trees instead of the flowers basically
0: you gotta you gotta get them somewhere <laughs> I mean, i'm sure it'll still be green they can do whatever they need to do to make it green but
1: although yeah the grass will be green and everything will look great it's just the the trees kind of surrounding you'll have some of the some of the fall colors kind of creeping in
0: yeah yeah it's uh it'll be interesting but obviously they're, yeah they're just trying to figure it all out with the whole schedule i mean what they're gonna have three of the majors i mean allegedly i mean if anyone knows i mean as they're kind of making it up the current status the british opens canceled and then the other three are Somewhere in the fall,
1: yeah. Um, Ryder Cup staying at its current date in September. You have the US Open in September, and then uh, PGA Championship in August, and then uh, yeah, and then the Masters in November. Um, yeah, I mean, they're projected dates though,
0: yeah,
1: it's <laughs> what that's what they're hoping to get, but we'll, yeah, exactly. we'll see what we'll see what actually
0: happens. We're, we're a ways you. away. <laughs> Yeah, we'll tell you in a month. Well, yeah, we're Hey sti- real quick, are you going to the Masters? Or the sorry, the Ryder Cup? Uh no. I I tried to get tickets uh
1: when they first went on sale and that whole situation was just god awful.
0: Yeah.
1: That whole ticket situation. Um, yeah, they went. Did you try well, to get they- tickets for that?
0: Yeah, I ended up getting some to the practice round. Oh nice. Um, yeah, I think Thursday, I believe. No, Wednesday was cheaper. I think I'm doing Wednesday. Oh. I've been taking my dad. Oh that's cool. Yeah
1: yeah like i I was waiting in that queue for like an hour yeah. or so, and it just it didn't pan out <laughs> it didn't work out well, and did you hear the same thing like they basically
0: everyone that signed up for the lottery won
1: yeah that was that was my biggest problem because i had done the master's lottery for, i've done yeah. the master's lottery for a couple of years and so i figured it was very similar to the master's lottery in that you you know you sign up for the lottery and then only a select you know a subset of if the people win, are guaranteed yeah you're guaranteed a you know a ticket or whatever to buy obviously you still got to buy it but yeah but yeah and the fact that like everyone ended up kind of winning or quote-unquote winning (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, and then and then when they went on sale it's it was just like a cluster it was just a terrible like uh yeah system that they were using and and the like you couldn't you couldn't actually tell how long you're gonna wait it didn't like (laughs) tell you a countdown or anything it just had this like little guy like just slowly pixel by pixel moving across the (laughs) screen every like 10 minutes it's like, how long is this going to be? Does he have to make it all the way to the end? What is yeah. what is this? So, like, I was on oh, there for, like, an hour, hour and a half or something, and then finally, like, got through. And, it was, I, and by that time, I was like, I don't even care about the Ryder Cup anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Just play yeah. it. Just play it already. But Just do it. <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll be something. But, yeah, I mean, it's far enough away, but with the schedule, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully yeah hopefully it ends up happening but being in wisconsin it was kind of a big deal
1: yeah and yeah that was the big thing like it's so close to us that would have been really cool to go to but fortunately not for me but hopefully hopefully you get to have a good time hopefully it happens for you
0: yeah i'm looking forward
1: to it so back to masters memories back to masters yeah we're talking about our favorite memories uh, in this episode of the Masters, considering we don't actually get to create any new memories this year mm. for them. So, yeah. Uh, Nick, uh, yeah, what what do you remember about the Masters? Like, what pops into your mind when you think about that tournament?
0: My first memories are always, I mean, because we're, we're a little biased, you know, we're, we're younger, Gen X, Gen Z, Millennials, whatever, you, somewhere in that region. I mean, I'm a millennial yeah i i'm close (laughs) and close but yeah so i mean most of our memories are going to be from the 90s 2000s 20 teens um but yeah that's uh my first good ones i mean i was in high school when tiger won so won his first one in 97 that one always jumps out to me um you know i think it's just you know there's nothing like watching the uh, masters on the weekend or especially sunday coming down it just seems like there's just always good storylines um to of people either excelling or you know the greg norman fall apart um, yeah losing the masters um things like that but um you know i try to think of the positive ones but yeah the tiger ones i think are all the shots he's hit that chip at 16 is something that always comes into my head yeah Um, one of those moments that you like like there's
1: there's a few sports moments like in all sports where you you remember exactly where you were when that happened
0: yeah in uh, your life yeah have you ever seen
1: and and that that's definitely one of them for me yeah the uh,
0: tiger chip on 16 yeah the 16 yeah oh classic yeah yeah that was phenomenal um yeah i mean and then even last year just the like those those feelings tiger you know invokes seeing him back in the hunt and winning another major and where seeing the red it's just it's just classic i mean i had goosebumps last year watching some of that um again being some of the, the watching him i think he has five or something five masters five green jackets yeah yeah and um yeah so i saw i think all four of them as they were happening obviously pretty special we got to watch tiger in his prime as as we were all growing up Man. um yeah what about you what uh what's a couple that come to your mind
1: yeah, I mean definitely um the Tiger Masters are are the ones that stick out for me just cuz I mean I he's basically the reason I got into golf growing up. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's an, you know his insane stretch of golf that he had, you know, between 2000 and 2005 um which had a couple masters in there. Obviously the you know the chip in at 16, I mean that like I remember exactly where I was. Yeah, in the living room with my dad and we watch that and and the you know the ball stops there and then <laughs> and then and we're all like like on the edge of our seats like ready to like jump up and and then it falls and we all jump and just yeah. crazy. Um yeah, I mean that's a big one for me. It, um but yeah, he's ha- he's just had so many great shots. Um you know, Mickelson's uh first yeah. one in 2004. Yep. Um, you know, where he's jumping up when he when he holds that putt. That's uh that's a memorable one. Yep. Um and then and just um, you know, this week there's been a lot of uh broadcasts of previous masters uh final rounds through uh various channels and then you have the you know, Masters YouTube page has final rounds from Yeah. Just found like that out. 19, I don't know, 1975 or something like that or uh-huh. ni- no, 19. 19- I think it, it's I think it's late '60s maybe that they have, the first one, basically all the way up to, I think 2018 or or something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just uh, I've had those on this past week at work, just kind of in the background and and watching some of those, um, you know, some of the ones that happened, you know, BC era, you know, before clay. Um, <laughs> Those are those are always interesting. Like uh, I got to watch some ones that I like Seve won and um, you know Jack won. Um, and it's and it's always interesting to watch and because history doesn't you know history doesn't remember second place, right? You know all we remember are are the winners of these tournaments and mm-hmm. and all these tournaments that you know you you watch or these final rounds and how close they were. And you get like Greg Norman and and how he kind of faltered in a couple of them um it's just like there are so many ones that came down to the wire that you just don't remember that they came down to the wire at least you know for me and then you know when i was young and then you have all these you know older ones that i didn't actually i wasn't around to actually watch but you hear about okay 86 you know jack one or whatever and you know 75 or whatever he won and and you don't really realize how close he was to not winning those those tournaments and how how many shots he had to make or whatever down the stretch yeah uh, it's definitely kind of neat to go back and and rewatch those um especially because a lot of the older ones too like they're only those broadcasts are only maybe like two hours long so you can get those done pretty quickly uh-huh. um you know the newer broadcasts are like five hours long because they actually they actually basically have everybody shot um, yeah but in the previous like in the old broadcasts you had like they didn't start um, showing like the the winners or start broadcasting until like the final group's basically at number nine so you've missed like half their round already yeah they're showing it's, the back nine. it's kind of interesting how golf tv has evolved over the years yep
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, there's just nothing like the Masters. I think it just kind of it always stands by itself, you know, as some of the most suspenseful and drama-filled afternoons in all of golf. I mean, all the majors have had good ones, I mean, over the years. It's yeah. Just, yeah, nothing like watching the back nine on Sunday at Augusta.
1: Yeah, and, and considering, considering the Masters has always played at Augusta National, you know, where all the other majors are, are rotating between a bunch of different courses. Like you get to know Augusta really, really well, yep. uh, vicariously. Right. Um, <laughs> and so like, you know, okay, you know, 12 is a big hole. Right. And 13 is a birdie hole. You got to score there. The par fives, you got to score on. and and like, you know, every shot, you know, how every ball is going to break on the green. Right. You know, this is a left to right putt. And yeah, if you watch it enough and, and even for like casual fans like the masters is maybe the one tournament they'll watch um in a year it's kind of it's it's like that big of a thing
0: yep yeah kind of r- knocks the rest off of everybody's golf season or kind of kicks it off but uh, yeah even the casual fans and just casual sports fans will turn it on at augusta I mean for everything that they've created it's just pretty magical I mean um yeah it's always it's fun so it it makes makes today that much harder to 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 go through without with knowing that we normally would be glued to our tv right at this exact moment watching these guys on hole 15 right now
1: yeah possibly watching uh tiger go back to back
0: (laughs) it's possibility i mean never rule out the big cat
1: Uh oh oh speaking of hole 15 uh there was they had the last year's um they had last year's final round coverage on on the TV today, and and last year, you know, obviously Tiger ended up winning that. But when he was on the fifteenth hole on Sunday, there were five people tied for the lead. Yeah. Which once again, like that's not the first thing that sticks out in your mind, even from just last year, like a year uh-huh. ago. All you really remember is Tiger Woods, you know, got his fifth green jacket, his fifteenth major. But you don't realize like four other people were were playing the final couple of holes, like still on the course. You know, there's only like three, you know, three and a half holes left to go for Tiger, and it, like it's anybody's ball game. Yep. It's, it, that's just that's just the Masters for you. <laughs> it's nuts.
0: Yep. You know, you just people have a a short memory, and you just remember the winners. But yeah, you forget like every all the drama that went behind it. But, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, I forgot how intense that was. We you, you, you just remember thinking, like, can can he really do this? Right, yeah. Is this, is this about to happen? Well, you, you, like,
1: for me, like, the first time I thought, okay, he's he's going to win this um, or he has a really, really good chance to win it was right after the 12th hole, you know, when Molinari put it in the drink. It's like, oh, here's an opening for Tiger. This is what he needed. Because uh-huh. up to that point, like, Molinari was – like he wasn't making any bogeys essentially he was like people had to catch him then he makes that mistake and then he puts one again in the drink on 15 like those are the things that i remember i remember molinari basically kind of unfortunately um making those mistakes yeah um but like i don't really i didn't really actually remember all the other people that were still like in contention and tied for the lead like it wasn't just tiger versus molinari yeah it was so many other people and and it was was pretty nuts
0: yeah like you said five or whatever it was tied with three holes to go I mean that's an incredible amount anyone could have you know and plus those holes I mean they're especially 15 that's a swing hole Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and Tiger
1: Tiger makes birdie on 15 to take the outright lead and and then he hits the shot on 16 that comes down the down the slope there and almost aces it that's uh-huh. that's his second birdie, and that puts him into a two-shot lead. And like at that point, I was like, "He's gonna win." <laughs> yeah. Like it's like starting to creep in. Like, oh my god, we're we're gonna see Tiger win another major. Yep. Um. He had, he ended up bogeying 18, but he didn't. He he could afford that because he had a two-stroke lead going into that hole. But
0: yep. Yeah, it was 15, 16, where he closed the door on everyone. Yeah. Did what Tiger does.
1: You know, the Tiger that we remember. And and that was, I mean, that was the biggest thing, like, you know, 2005, you know, the last time he had won a green jacket, he had, um, you know, he had that great shipping and um, everyone remembers that, but that one went into a playoff too. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, that was pretty crazy. But at that point, like, that was kind of like it, during his kind of peak years there and you figured he's going to win more green jackets, like. Like, there's no way this guy's not going to win more. Um, but then everything, you know, basically everything went downhill, you know, shortly after that. And his, you know, in his life and his golf game and in his injuries and everything like that. And, there you know, it got to a point where it's like, we don't even know if he'll play golf again. Yep. But in 2005, like, we never thought about that. We thought he's got plenty of years left. He's got plenty of majors left. And so... I think the most special thing about last year twenty nineteen and his victory there was the fact that like we actually kind of got closure into that right we we were able to say, okay, this could actually be like his final major and we can soak it all in because prior to that it was just like 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 i i i was I was hoping for so much more and and it's like it just went away. you didn't actually get to kind of soak it all in i guess yeah
0: you got to say your final goodbyes I
1: mean, essentially yeah <laughs> Like as as weird as that sounds but like like with him winning last year in, in 2019 like i i can finally be like okay if he never wins again i'm i'm fine with it like i i got like my one last kind of dose of it you know and i i was prepared for it
0: do you think um, he'll get another major
1: i think i think so I think, I mean, <laughs> it's Tiger Woods. It seem, yeah. I mean, it seems like his, I mean, he is, you know, getting older all the time. But um, if there's one course that Tiger could continue to compete at, it would be Augusta, right? Yeah. And and he knows that course so well. Like, I could see him winning another one. I, I mean, Jack Nicholas won when he was, what, like 46 or something like that? Yeah. Uh, he was he was old in his 80s, you know. 86 masters and yep. that was that was like 11 years after his his last one or something like that so i mean you never know you, you know it only takes one one weekend
0: yeah that's the thing with golf it just takes one one good week and getting it done on the weekend but yeah i mean he's only 44 so he's you know there's definitely precedence there for winning a major what is the oldest major person to win is that jack uh it could be
1: I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I guess that's why we have. It could have it. It could have been Tom Watson at the Open that one year, back in uh, was it twenty.
0: Could have been. Oh yeah.
1: Twenty sixteen. I don't know. I can't remember which year that was, but, and he was in. He was in contention there. That was pretty nuts.
0: I mean, it was... <clears throat> This is saying uh, Julius Burroughs, the '68 PGA Championship. He was 48 years, four months, mm. and then good old Tom Morris. Uh, Tom Morris, yeah. 1867 uh, was 46 and 99 days, and then Jack, and then at 46 years old. Okay.
1: The '86. So, so I mean, so I mean, like Jack, in terms of like recent, really recent
0: golfers, I mean, yeah, in the modern era, yeah, Jack would be the oldest. Yep. So Tiger's closing in on some of those, you know, father time, you know.
1: Never loses.
0: Never (laughs) loses. So it's like the clock's ticking, but, you know, coming off where he was last year and it seems like he's in a better place. So I think he'll get one more.
1: Yeah. It seems like his back is finally like holding up now again. So, so that's, that'll add, you know, years to him for sure.
0: Yep. Yeah. It'll be exciting. The, um, so, yeah. Well, I I think I mentioned it before, but um, if, is this a good time? Are you? I mean, I was yeah. I'm looking, let's, to, I'm let's looking go. To hear let's go. Your, let's do I'm this. I'm looking to hear how your trip was last year. You you did the pilgrimage that all golfers <laughs> wish to do to Mecca, and that is go to Augusta and watch the tournament. So, well, you know, just tell a story. Like, what was your favorite thing there, and what what surprised you, and what what did you feel?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I... I ticked one off the bucket list last year and yeah what a year to do it right yeah um I, i'm pretty much saying that tiger woods won because i i went that's that's basically, basically what i'm saying <laughs> um, but uh yeah so like as i mentioned i i've done the you know the lottery process for the masters uh, last year was the fourth year i did it and uh i won tickets to the monday practice round and, uh, and honestly, if, if you're going to go down to the Masters for the first time, go to Augusta National, uh, practice round is, uh, I think, where it's at. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so much lower key. Yeah. So you can actually experience and walk around the grounds and, and just kind of take your time and just take it all in. Mm-hmm. I would highly recommend that. I mean, obviously, tournament days would be great. Um, but practice rounds are it's a pretty nice it's a pretty nice feeling
0: i'm a huge fan of practice rounds
1: yeah um but yeah so monday practice round and when we went down there the weather forecast actually was not great it like it was showing thunderstorms on monday yeah like leading up to it and so it was (laughs) like i'm thinking like we're not even going to be able to get on the course we've we're taking this trip down there yeah. And we might not even get to see the course or oh. we might not have actually get to go because they don't like they won't refund you those tickets. They, it's just it's too bad. Like, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so that that was uh, kind of nerve wracking for a while. But then then it cleared up um, Monday morning. And um, so we were we were staying about two hours uh, from Augusta kind of to save on on cost um you know we were closer to atlanta so it made flying out uh easier for us but so we took the drive down monday morning you know got up really early got down there i think the grounds opened at 8 you know we got there around like 7 or whatever so we got in around 8 and um we're walking in and, and it's it's the most uh, it's the most crazy kind of thing cuz you Cause you you're walking with all these people and then and then uh, the first thing you you see is the practice ground um, and and for me like that's when like the sun kind of came up and hit you know it hit the practice ground and there was kind of like a little bit of a fog you know kind of in yeah. there and, and I have a bunch of pictures I can I can send you them um but it, it was just like it was such a – like, I felt looking at, you know, the first first look of, you know, the golf grounds of Augusta National and the sun where it was at and everything. It was like, I'm literally in heaven right now. <laughs> like, this oh. – th- yeah, it was basically there was, like, light just shining down from above. <laughs> it was nuts. And uh, and you could see some guys practicing out there. Uh, Justin Rose was the first guy I saw um, out there. Uh, you saw a JT and, and there was uh, – and Tiger was out there practicing. Um, and then there was a couple other guys like on the driving range, uh, but we didn't we didn't actually go kind of towards the driving range. Um, we kind of just hung out kind of there, just watching guys kind of chip and out of bunkers and stuff like that onto greens, and um, and just kind of take it in for a little bit. And like I said, practice round you're kind of you don't have anywhere to be. You know, we're just just soak it all in. And yeah, um, now there was you know the forecast like I said was not great going in, but Um, the morning turned out fine, but we knew there was going to be storms kind of coming in probably in the afternoon. So we, we couldn't like just take all our time. We, you know, if we wanted to kind of hit everything and we ended up not really hitting everything, but, um, but we could still kind of take our time and, and, and so the sun was out a little bit when we hit the the practice range uh, facility area. And then and then clouds kind of came in after that. And, and you're walking down. There's a big, like, merchandise, um, huge building. Uh, there's a huge line at that because a lot of people will get that kind of over and done with when they first get there. And you can check your stuff in and pick it up, you know, as you leave or whatever so you don't yeah. have to carry around. But there was such a huge line. We were just like, well, but we're not going <laughs> to wait here. We want to see the grounds and see everything. But um, so then past that and you get to kind of this little concessions area and there's this concessions building. And um, so we end up going in there and grabbing some, you know, some sandwiches or every, you know, anything you could get to get some food and some drinks in us. Yeah. And and it's just the entire process is just so efficient. They just they have stuff already laid out for you and everything. You basically just grab stuff. You walk and grab and and then Your pay quimieto and cheese. Yeah, and stuff. like everything uh, on the menu and the prices are fantastic. Like it's not yeah. it's not like you're going to an arena for these prices. So yeah, that's what I've heard. It's uh, so yeah, like you have no qualms about getting you know whatever food you want, whatever drinks you want, um, and it was. It, and it was just so efficient so it's like you're not like waiting in line at all you're just you're just going there's so many people but it doesn't matter you're just you're just flowing right through but i'll yeah. tell you what the the craziest part was the bathroom experience
0: I've heard this. Yeah. I was going to ask you. That
1: was happened. that was nuts. Uh, once again, very efficient. <laughs> but <laughs> it was like, it was nothing like you'd ever seen before. It was crazy because there's just people just waving you. There's a stall open there, a stall open
0: there. Go, go. There's <laughs> like, tenants in yeah. these outdoor bathrooms,
1: right? Well, it's an indoor facility or whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's tenants in there and they'll like, they direct you. Like there's an open stall there. Um and they'll, like, they'll wipe down the seat for you before you go. Um, uh, yeah, it's nuts. Whoa. Like, this is Augusta National. It's crazy. Um, it was an awesome experience.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: you don't know how public bathroom experiences, how great they can be until you go to Augusta National.
0: <laughs> yeah. So my friend told me that. He was, like, you go in and there's, like, tenants or, like, yeah service people in there. And they, they like, ask you. They're, like, are you going front nine or back nine?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when they asked me that, I was like, "Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean?" And then I'm like, "Oh, okay, I know what you mean now." But
0: yeah, I need to wipe this deed for you, sir. It, yeah,
1: yeah. It, it was it was pretty nuts. Um, we can have
0: somebody warm that up for you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, got that out of the way, and then and then right after that is basically the opening to the actual course or whatever, and right at basically first tee in, in that area. And um, so we got there, and we were kind of hanging around, you know, the first tee and the 18th tee or 18th green and 9th green, kind of just kind of looking at it, everything, just kind of taking it all in once again. And uh, and then and then we were kind of by the first tee, and then uh, a couple of players came. They were going to start uh, kind of their little practice round, and it ended up being uh, Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson, uh Ooh. practicing together and uh and so we we were right by the first tee and saw them tee off and just got to see their ball flights just pierce pierce through the air it's nuts guys
0: are still pure.
1: yeah and those two guys you know long hitters or whatever it's like although the first the first hole isn't really they're not going all out with driver but still it's pretty nuts to see him hit off there and So, a bunch of people would like kind of went to kind of go follow them, but we decided not to um, because we kind of wanted, once again, like with the weather kind of come in, we wanted to see the course. We wanted to do our own thing or whatever. So, yeah, we saw them tee off. That was cool. I got to see them. Um, And then we went kind of towards the 10th uh, tee, and some guys had just teed off there. So, we kind of started just walking down the 10th um, fairway and everything. And, and that hole's just nuts. One of the things that you'll, you'll realize when you get there is, and so many people tell you about it is just, you know, the, the elevation changes. Right. And, and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's it. it, There's a lot of elevation changes. Sweet. You know? (laughs) Um, but like, you don't actually realize it until you're there. Like how much it is like, there's, you know, the, the 10th hole is, I think I want to, I want to say it's the most dramatic in terms of elevation changes. Like, from T to green, you know, it's a 400, 430-yard hole or something like that. Over over that amount of, you know, yardage, there's over 100 feet of drop. Um, like, it, it's just, it's nuts. Um, and, then, and then another thing to put into perspective from, like, the, you know, the farthest, you know, down point on the course, which is, I want to say, Amen Corner is kind of the, the lowest part. Um, all the way up to kind of the clubhouse which is the highest part like you can fit in the statue of liberty in that height difference like yeah. there's that much there's that much elevation change um so we're walking down the 10th and 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 just kind of you know strolling along kind of making our way down there and, and gonna eventually kind of go towards amen corner um and so we get down to the 10th green and we're kind of watching you know some guys putter or whatever and uh on that green and then and we look over and and there's a big group uh right on the 14th green uh, a big group of fans or whatever like oh there's probably somebody you know finishing there and uh and so we're like let's get up to that 15th tee box that's right near the 10th green there um, and, and see them tee off and there's nobody at that 15th tee box and so so we got there and waited a little bit um, because obviously practice rounds guys are going to hit multiple shots and everything so they're taking yeah. their time on those greens the 14th green there's a lot of people and so we're hanging out at the 15th uh, tee box and then finally people are starting to migrate over and and we start seeing some of the players come out uh, you know of the big crowd, gonna walk towards the 15th tee and and the first guy we saw was Justin Thomas you know walking kind of by himself and walking up i was like oh cool justin thomas and then about maybe five ten seconds later uh two two more guys come out of the crowd and it's it's freddie couples and tiger woods wow so it's it's tiger woods freddie couples and justin thomas you know three some practicing and we're front row fifteenth tee box i'm like 15 feet away from these guys as they tee off
0: yeah
1: it was uh that was nuts i was like oh my god that's tiger 15 feet from me <laughs> yep.
0: um
1: that was that was super cool because uh, i mean i obviously saw a tiger like on the practice area but you know it wasn't there was a lot of people around i didn't really get you know it's not like you can't get that close to him or whatever but
0: yeah yeah
1: but being right there on the tee box it was just nuts um like that's that's the guy i watched growing up Yep. um and they went you know they teed off and they all had great drives on 15 and um and they go and and once again we didn't we didn't follow them we kind of wanted to do our own thing we like we saw we, we were right there we saw them It's was like that that's kind of enough for me uh, um
0: i got what i came here.
1: yeah pretty much like <laughs> like everything right now is is just like icing on the cake <laughs> yeah so after that we kind of made our way down to um you know to aim and corner or whatever and And saw that part of the course and and walked around from there and and just kind of walked the course and and it's just it's it's just nuts um every everything about that course like you have the expectations and everything but like they exceed them um we made sure to get you know we bought food and and drinks and we i mean we we did everything we can. We stopped at – there's another merchandise area down, like, on the other end of the course. We did that one. I spent a lot of money there. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was it was nuts. We, the sun came out kind of when we were at Amen Corner again, so that made it really nice. Um, and then got to see some guys skip balls at 16, and um, it was just really cool. I uh, saw Ricky at uh, the fifth hole, the fifth green there, and then him teeing off at the sixth. Um, okay yeah and then and then we just kind of walked around and, and once again we didn't get to see all of it um, I think when we got kind of no, towards the 8th green um, that's kind of when the weather kind of delay kind of came in or whatever or the the warning the weather warning yeah. they put it up they put it up on the scoreboard and and we could you know we could see it and like okay you know thunderstorms are rolling and we gotta get you guys off the course or whatever so um, yeah, like I would like to go back there again. Cause once again, I didn't see everything. I saw a lot of the course, but I would like to, like, I didn't get a chance to kind of see the, um, like the par three course that would have been cool to see. Um, uh, I didn't, I didn't actually get to like, we didn't take the picture at like, uh, on Magnolia lane with the, you know, the, the flagpole and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause that's that entrance to there is right by the the par three course which is right by the 10th T there and once again we decided to walk down that tenth that tenth hole instead of kind of going in that area so
0: can you get close to that that flagpole
1: so yeah so I don't know like I obviously you see people with pictures from there but yeah. like I don't like I don't know how how that works like if they just if there's a line that you have to get into, like you know, one at a time, do it or something. I don't know because yeah, that, like, that's right at Magnolia Lane. So you're driving, you know, in that lane or that that drive is you know blocked off. You know, you can't just drive up there, right? So
0: yeah.
1: Right. So yeah, I don't know how that works. So I guess Unless you know, would be like,
0: I was thinking VIPs or some kind could of be special.
1: could be once again. Yeah, I don't I don't know. So I would like to I would like to go back there again. Yeah. Um, at some point. Uh, I, I'm only going to do it if I win the lottery. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pay you know thousands of the dollars for tickets in the secondary market. That's it's, yeah. uh, that's too much. Like Augusta National is great, but uh, I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> Can, is it possible to buy tickets like from scalpers when you're down there? Like just go into the parking lot and people are selling.
1: Um. Well, we parked on Augusta National grounds, which was free. And there's there was nobody scalping there, yeah, I think that's
0: they frowned upon that, yeah, <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean there, I'm sure there's scalpers elsewhere in the town there, um, but like there's you can buy it off the secondary market too, yeah, you know. yeah, I mean, I don't wanna pay a thousand bucks either, exactly, but. like I'm not like Augusta National's awesome, it's great, but I'm not paying a thousand bucks to <laughs> go walk a
0: course, yeah, maybe someday we'll be in a different tax bracket, and it won't be a, <laughs> maybe big deal. maybe yeah that's awesome
1: but yeah that was that was such a it was such a great experience it was um once again like i had high expectations for a course masters my favorite tournament of the year i know that course like the back of my hand just watching it on tv but actually going there and seeing it like the expectations were still just blown away it was it was nuts
0: yeah nothing like doing it in person yeah. Well, I mean, if you ever win the lottery again, I mean, maybe, maybe I can go with we'll, you. We'll
1: get you. We'll get time. you. If I win it again, we'll
0: we'll get you down there. I'll, I'll make sure <laughs> to get you. For um, so those that don't know, which is everyone, Clay, Clay teased me with an invite. Yeah. And, and then I I called him back, and it was the ticket was already gone.
1: Well, the ticket, to be fair, the ticket was gone before I gave you that invite. Anyhow. Oh um but like there was a question mark on whether that person could go at the draft tournament no uh well yeah when i asked you like i i had a question mark about what about that person the other guy and that and then like a couple weeks after that he was like i i can go okay so gotcha
0: see i was holding on to it yeah Yeah, i mean he asked me we haven't talked about it but then when i checked back with you in february it was like
1: yeah and at that point uh, like and and i should have i should have reached out but i i kind of i'm not gonna lie i kind of forgot that i (laughs) that i extended that offer to you um okay a little bit (laughs) Like I should have reached caught, back out. You got
0: caught up in the draft tournament. Yeah. Just started. Well, you you were obviously pretty well, excited.
1: I was excited. I was excited, and once again, like there was question marks at that time. So are we like, okay, I need to find a backup or whatever. And Nick would be a yeah. good backup. Um, you know, just I'm in a great case. Backup. <laughs> great backup. Great <laughs> <laughs> backup. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's nuts though. Like um, like because there's you only you can only get
0: four tickets so it's like yeah for me like i had did you have to show your id when you went in there then like do you have to like um did they did they like because that's what i've heard too is like it's hard to scalp tickets because it's associated with your name and so you can't just like resell these things and so like
1: yeah but but like the yeah in terms of scalpers yeah it's
0: but you i mean you Maybe you had to put your name in to buy them, but then, like, they wouldn't have known which three friends you're going to bring. Well, right, exactly. Well,
1: yeah. Try trying to remember if I had to let them know beforehand. I can't. Stuff if, to remember. And you guys didn't
0: have to show your, like, IDs to get in through the gates?
1: No. Um, I don't believe so. I I might have. Because um, I, I had, like, all four tickets or whatever with me. I just... Yeah. And, and I might have had like my ID to show them uh, when they like scan those in, but like they didn't have to have their IDs. And I, you know I was just like, well, these these three other guys are gotcha these tickets or whatever. So they're with me. Yeah, they're with me. So
0: you don't need to see anything else. <laughs>
1: yeah, I did the, the, I did the Jedi mind trick on them. <laughs> these are not these are not the guys you're looking for. You do not need to see theirs. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, but yeah, like I didn't, I didn't enter the lottery for for this year, which ended up being fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah, you may have, you would have lost plane tickets and hotel. And yeah. Stuff and...
1: But I mean, might have been able to go to you know a once in a lifetime one in November possibly, but who knows if that actually happens? Um, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, I was like, you know, I got other kind of you know trips I want to do because you know I already kind of checked that off the bucket list, so. Yep. But I'll um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably start doing those lotteries again to go back down there again, and, and at that time you will no longer be a backup, you'll <laughs> be you'll be yes. first string. Yes. Um. So.
0: <laughs> well, I wanted to take some of my friends down there, and they were all busy. So what do you what are you doing <laughs> in April? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I get it. No it's it's all good stuff, you know, onward and forward, so yeah, hopefully it'll one of us will have to keep putting our lottery tickets in. yeah, um, definitely wanna go down there and take my dad and see that together and yeah, it uh, one of those things every golfer aspires to do. So that's cool man. thanks for sharing. Thanks. yep, yeah, so
1: bucket list item, it's a bucket list tournament. It's uh, unfortunate that we don't get to uh, see it again at this time of year, but it is what it is. It's always nice to revisit past memories, especially of this tournament.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just found that YouTube channel the other day. All Every every Sunday televised round that's ever happened is like, yeah, so it's fun to go back and watch some of these. But um, yeah, I can only imagine it, Yeah, it's like. I do like playing PGA Tour courses just so that when the PGA Tour or whatever event, especially, I mean, this one is uh, like the top of that pinnacle of what you want to do. But then you can just, you, you remember being there yeah, and, and like the smell of the magnolias mm-hmm. and all that, all that other good stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I think that about wraps it up for us on this episode. Nick, you got any closing words for us? Any closing thoughts, memories?
0: No, those, I don't have any memories from Augusta. No, as, as just <laughs> duly noted. Um, but yeah, I know it was fun to uh, talk about some of the, the the televised memories for for a moment and kind of just do something in honor of the tournament this weekend, as as we're all sad that the the current state of affairs with the The pandemic is gripping everyone so it's nice to think of the happy the happy things even though it's what what we're what we're missing but you know it's just don't have any choice any other choices but uh it's always good to chat with you about this this golf obsession of ours and um yeah it was fun
1: surely it surely is an obsession isn't it yes so with that said I am stay and play clay, and with me is Nick the Stick and Aim
0: at the flag, Stick Nick.
1: Aim at the flag. Stick. So you're just gonna change your nickname every I, every episode? Is that how it's gonna be? Maybe. Yeah, maybe still still trying to figure out if what
0: works for you. Yeah, I, I know. I was never in love with Nick the Stick. Oh, you not... came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> we were spitballing. This is still in the brainstorming. Papers. All right, all
1: right. Well, yeah. from stay and play clay to unnamed Nick.